Welcome to Series 2, Episode 3 of Behind the Music. In this series, we will look at the inspiration of my composition writing as an adult and the influences surrounding the music. Also, we'll help the listener to get more out of the music they listen to. Last week, I left our listeners with three questions to answer. First question was, which way are the notes in the arpeggios going? Just up, down, or up and down? The answer is up and down. Second, are the trills played fast or slow? The answer is both. If you notice, the trills are played at two different speeds, slow and then a little faster. The third question was, how did it make you feel? Here are some comments. Relaxed, calming, happy, and content. Thanks for your answers and comments. After the break, we'll discuss what this week's composition is. This week's composition was written around the same time as the prelude. I was working on a lot of Chopin music at the time. Along with the preludes, I was working on some of his waltzes. This was the inspiration for today's composition. It is a waltz. The title is Waltz in A Major, Opus 10, Number 1. What is the definition of a waltz? A waltz is a piece of music with a rhythm of three beats in each bar, which people can dance to. There are eight published waltzes by Chopin, although he actually wrote 36 waltzes. Chopin was very critical of his work, and he only published the ones he felt were good enough to publish. Unfortunately, a few of the waltzes have been lost over time. What is unique about the Chopin waltzes is that the definition of a waltz is that it was written to dance to. But Frederick Chopin's waltzes are pieces of moderate length adhering to the traditional 3-4 waltz time, but are remarkably different from the earlier Viennese waltzes in that they were not designed for dancing, but for concert performance. So his waltzes are unique. Also, when we look at the titles, they are called Vals, not Waltz. So V-A-L-S-E, not W-A-L-T-Z. This is why if you were to go to a piano recital, you would find at least one Chopin Waltz on the program. Even though they were not written for dancing, I found myself imagining a couple dancing to his waltzes And when I performed them, I had that picture in my mind. I always loved listening to waltzes, some of the most beautiful music ever written. Here is an example of one of Chopin's waltzes. This is Waltz number six, Opus 64, nicknamed the Minute Waltz because it is so short. This was from a live concert I did at Mackenzie Hall in Windsor, Ontario in 1996. Warm up, please. Mm-hmm. 
Another influence was my love for ballroom dancing. I loved watching ballroom dancing. For my bridal party dance, I wanted to have the bridal party dance to the Blue Daniels by Johann Strauss and have it choreographed. So my bridal party and I bravely went to a dance studio and had the dance instructor choreograph the dance for us. In the beginning, they were not that excited about it. But by the time we did it at my reception, they enjoyed it. I was very thankful they cooperated. It brings back good memories when I watch our wedding video. After the break, I'll talk about the writing of the piece and let you have a listen to it. This waltz starts out with a simple melody and then grows. The left hand is the steady three beats of a waltz. I used a lot of scales in this composition, which if you listen to Chopin's waltzes, he had that same characteristic. I definitely want it to be in the style of Chopin. As the piece goes on, that growing melody is enhanced by chords to create climaxes in the composition and ends on a climax. To see if I had captured Chopin's style of the waltz, I had my dad listen to it, but I didn't tell him I wrote it. I asked him who the composer was, and he quickly said Chopin. When I told him I wrote it, he just smiled. So I knew then that I had at least captured the Chopin style of the waltz. Let's have a listen. While you're listening, See if you can picture a couple waltzing to this. Try and put yourself there. Warm up, please. Thank you. 
Could you see a couple dancing, spinning round and round, moving smoothly around the dance floor? Could you hear the simple melody in the beginning and how it grows into a climax? After the break, I'll let you know what to listen for and the questions to answer for next week. While you're listening, how many times is the section with the chords repeated? Are the scales ascending or descending? How does it make you feel? Send me your answers and comments. We'll discuss them in the next episode. This piece is on my album Expressions on Spotify and Apple. Or go to my website, http colon forward slash forward slash nancymlcmusician.org. Thanks for listening. Have a good week and stay safe.